Friendshiping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is sponsored by the Science Ambassador Scholarship, a full-ride scholarship for women studying science, technology, engineering, or math, funded by Cards Against Humanity. High school seniors and undergraduate students can apply by December 11th at scienceambassadorscholarship.org. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This is Friendshiping! And the theme this week is... Party and party and yeah. Party and... Oh, that's like the Friday song. Oh, yeah, it is. I don't know what that was from. Now I do know. Now you know. Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Hey, Trin. Hey, Jen. How you doing? I'm so tired. Are you? Yes. My cat's on a diet and he's very upset about it. Oh, and he kept you up all night? He banged against my bedroom door all night because I locked him out of my bedroom because he was so loud and whiny because he wanted more food. And, you know, sometimes that booty gets out of control. So he's banging on your door going, feed me, feed me, more food, more food. (laughs) Yes, that is what he's doing. And it's very annoying. And he he wants to eat the three-legged beast also. He, he wants chases. to eat the other cat? He just keeps, or he's just annoyed. So he's in a bad mood because yeah. he's not eating food. So he chases her around. So all night it's like thump, thump, thump. Cute. You got a hangry cat on your hands. I, oh my God, he's hangry. Yeah. It's very true. And, uh, and I'm not happy about it. And he's an orange disaster. Jen, how are you? I'm doing pretty well. Good. I went to bed last night. Wait for it. 9.45 p.m. Shit, bitch. Damn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I curled up, curled up like a little burrito and my dog <laughs> at my feet and I slept till 8.30. That's a lot of hours to sleep, Trin. Well, you must have needed it. I did. I really did. And you just came back from New York, which is the opposite of sleeping. Yes, that is true. We went to New York Comic Con uh, by we. I mean, um, some uh, an away team at Cards Against Humanity. Listen. I don't know. Maybe there are people from New York who listen to this show, so I'm not going to complain too much. Yeah. But what I will say is that I'm really glad to be home. (laughs) That's the most diplomatic way of saying that. Uh, um, One of the people who went with us discovered bed bugs in his hotel room. And he was on a different hotel floor than me, so I didn't worry too much about it. But I did clean all of my stuff, like in super hot water when I got home just in case. And I ruined a lot of the things that I own. Oh, no. I, I ruined a lot. However, what that means is I get to go find new things. So you know how I feel about pouches. Pouches. I love pouches. I Trin love, loves a good pouch. I like a pouch. I'm showing her a pouch while you can't see this. So, so a pouch is something you put things in. Yes. Maybe like a little <laughs> handbag. Or like a little, a little purse. It's like, see, this is a around, satchel. I oh my god, she's got three pouches on her person right I've, now. No, no, no. Look, four, five. I have five pouches. Trin, don't you lose all of those? No, I oh don't. Oh my god, I like this one. It's got the. It's, it's that's so clever. So there, I've got a round pouch that has a, like an electrical cable on it for my my cables. Love it. This cat shaped bag is for can, Canadian money. We got that in Australia, didn't we? Yes, it's for my foreign currency. That's amazing. So I've got a, a horrifying cat-shaped pouch for yeah. foreign currency. My favorite pouch, the one the one she's holding right now, it's like a scary-looking cat. There's this movie by Tim Burton called Big Eyes. It's about this woman who used to make these paintings with these, these like dolls or young women with gigantic eyes. 
Can you Google it. Big Eyes movie. Because I was going to show you on my computer, okay, but I'm I'll recording on it. Uh, yeah, uh, isn't that exactly, though, what the cat yeah, looks like? Yeah, it totally is. I know. Anyway, now that we've horrified you guys. Jen, what I had to do a lot of at New York Comic Con is socialize. You did. I did have to do that. You were at a convention in New York, the yes. city of big apples. The city of the enlarged apple. I was in there. The, the enlarged apples, what they call it. And I had to party and I had to talk to people. And you know how I feel about that, Jen. Not your fave. It's not my fave. I need to spend several hours alone in darkness in order to recuperate mm-hmm, every mm-hmm. time. But the good news is, is that I'm fresh just off of, of social trauma <laughs> and ready to talk party do's and don'ts. Yeah, are we you, got a great question. Are you ready for I'm this? I'm ready. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Do you have any advice for how not to suck at parties? I don't have trouble with small groups or parties with lots of friends, but parties where I only know one or two people are particularly daunting. I don't want to be too clingy and annoying to the one or two people I do know, but find the dance of meeting and engaging with herds of strangers completely uncomfortable and unenjoyable, so I usually end up just not going, which guarantees not meeting more people, etc. Do you have any advice for how to break the cycle? Okay, so first... Let's talk about you don't have to go to parties. Yeah. So it sounds like you want to meet new people. And I've always found it hard to meet new friends at parties. Yes. It's actually, well, I mean, not hard. Here, here's what it is. It's easier to meet friends in other situations. Like if you have an activity that you're all like engaging in. Like I think you don't have to go to the parties if you don't want to. If you want to meet new people, you can meet them at an animal shelter where you volunteer or Habitat for Humanity. Or you could host a thing. You could host a thing and invite your friends you do know and be like, hey, uh, if you're RSVPing to this, you have to bring one new person. Right. I I think so. We're definitely going to go into the do's and don'ts of partying. We're going to workshop this. But we want you to know that if you're going to parties to meet new people, you might just want to try doing it a different way of going about meeting people, new people a different way. One of the things that I usually recommend to people who are um, of a geek variety like me is volunteer at a con if you've got like the time and ability, Um, because when you go through something together, you bond like um, a lot easier. I don't think this person's actually incompetent. Yeah, you said I suck at parties. No, here's the thing. I don't think you suck at parties. I feel really confident that you do not suck at parties unless you are starting sink fires, harming people at this event kicking over a garbage can, running around and yelling, you aren't sucking. You're being a human being. You're existing at this party. What you are experiencing is extremely common. You did the hardest thing that there is to do, which is show up. Absolutely. <laughs> just get up enough energy to leave your apartment and, yeah, and go. good job. Like, you're doing okay. So, like, you already fit the first requirement of, of parties, which is you left your apartment and you went. Where you know mostly no one. That's so... Man, does that really happen to people that often going to parties where you don't know people? Uh, it, for me, it happens a lot when I travel. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Not so much in Chicago. I usually stick with my stick with my people. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's happened like a couple times in the past two years. I've gone I've gone to parties and I literally know no one. Yeah. And uh, I can tell you what I do at those situations, which Leave. is <laughs> <laughs> I usually don't stay that late. Yeah. But I do drink wine. Wear an outfit that makes me feel comfortable, and I go up to a group of people and I say, "Hi, I'm Jen." That is hard to do. It is. It's taken me a long time to to get the nerve to do that. And before I do it, I do a little pep talk 
where I pretend I'm as confident as Beyonce. Like Beyonce wouldn't be in the corner of the room. Beyonce no. would go say hi. Well, people would be gravitating people would be following her. Beyonce around. Right. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't read too much into this scenario because it, it kind of falls apart pretty quickly. But you know <laughs> what I mean. So, Trent, should we go into the, some other things you can do at a party yeah. to feel comfortable? And I think that you said two really good do's already, which was one, wear something that makes you feel comfortable. And drink we, wine. <laughs> and, and drink wine. So do's and don'ts of partying. So do wear something that makes you feel comfortable or ready to party. So whether that's like a, an outfit that's 100% made out of cotton or whether it's a sparkly evening gown that shows off the the girls, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean by the girls. Yeah. What makes you feel confident? Yes, exactly. So now do drink a little wine. I think so. If you want. If you're of age. And if you if that's something that you're interested in, you can you can have a glass of wine and sip it throughout the night. However, but don't. Drink don't drink it. too much. Don't drink too much. Or smoke too much or do too much, et cetera, et cetera. Unless it's that kind of party. But yeah. if it were that kind of party, I doubt you'd be asking us how to meet people. Yeah, no, I agree. If they're, yeah. if they're playing beer pong, go to town. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. If you're meeting new people. So, so here's the thing. People call booze bravery juice. People call it that? Yes. I thought they call it liquid courage. I like bravery juice way more. You know what? It might be that people call it liquid courage and then my brain... Uh, reprocessed and microwaved that into bravery juice. Bravery juice is so much cuter. Love it. Adopting that term. That it sounds like something I would do. Um, but uh, it works up to a point because it removes some inhibitions that might be getting in the way of you talking to people and getting and mingling and and like that's that's uh, that's something you want to get rid of. However, inhibitions can also be that little voice in the back of your head that says that's not appropriate. <laughs> inappropriate yeah, the, the little voice that's like hey maybe you shouldn't bother that person maybe you shouldn't talk to that person for talk their ear off for an hour maybe you should put your shirt back on <laughs> maybe you should leave the dog alone you don't want to drown out the little voice in the back of your head that's reining you in now imagining that when you drink alcohol it starts filling up a chamber in which your conscience makes its apartment and then you can you can drown your conscience in its home feels like sometimes that's super bad so don't what's a don't or do we just say a don't should we do do? we're both so tired no we're doing great are we doing great we're doing great jen i'm just gonna every now and again if you could like pump me up Absolutely. I would really appreciate that because I'm just, I'm flagging. You're flagging. And that Dargo kept me up all night being mad that he wanted kibbles. He's like, I'm on a diet. He's very angry. How He's long like, has he been on his diet? One day. Oh, God. So he needs some adjustment time. One day. It has been a day. It has been not even 24 hours since the diet began. Well, that's good because, you know, soon he'll adjust to it. Speaking of cats, don't. Spend all night in a room with a cat. As much as you want to hang out with a pet all night. I, yeah. I understand this. I remember at a Christmas party one time, I just hung out in the coat room with all the cats. We've all done it. Yeah. But if you want to meet new people, that's not the way to be. I want to meet new cats. But if you need to take some time out and you're overwhelmed, go hide in the bedroom with the dog. Yeah, I think a little introvert checkout time is totally acceptable. Absolutely. And don't let anyone shame you for checking your phone. Yeah, Someone I tried totally to do agree. that to me a couple of weeks ago. They were like, hello, why aren't you engaging with the people that were here? And I've been told that a number of times. 
in my life where I'm usually like, yeah, you're right. But this time I was like, no, I don't agree with this. Why do I keep pretending I agree with this statement? I don't agree with So I just either. went, I'm fine. I am engaging. I'm looking at my phone for a minute. I'm just checking out. I'll be back. And they were like, okay, okay. Yeah, I think if you explain it as, because I think some people interpret looking at your phone as like you're bored or something. But if you actually say, and, and this is another do, which is, you know, is say things out loud, yeah. such as like, I, it's not that I'm bored. It's that I just, my I need to check out. My brain needs a little social break. And so I'm going to look at my screen for a little while. Absolutely. Or, or saying to somebody like, hey, you're the only one I know here. And uh, do you want to form a squad for a little while while we uh, check out the terrain? I love that terrain. Scoping the terrain. Do be honest. Yeah. Is that the do here? Yeah, yeah. Do say say the thing out loud, you know? Like you mentioned, like, oh, you only you know one or two people. You don't want to, like, overwhelm them or, or bother them. You could say, like, hey, you're the only person I know. Not looking for a babysitter, but you want to be each other's home base for when we don't know other people? Do you know anybody Anybody you can introduce me to? Yes. Yes, that's great. Man, so much of our advice on this entire show comes down to using complete sentences to say what you need. Yeah. To ask for help. Use a complete sentence to say what you need at this thing. And I definitely like the, hey, I don't need a babysitter. Yeah. Because you don't. You can do this. Jen, how am I doing? You're doing fucking great. Thank you, Jen. Stay in it. You got this. I got it. Thank you. You can also say things like, I would like to dance. <laughs> yeah. Put your shirt back on. We're going to dance. <laughs> take And you take your shirt off because you're going to dance with me. You take your shirt off and put it on him. Yeah. A little switcheroo. <laughs> and then we're going to jam. This is a weird party. Do not. Let's get weird. <laughs> Speaking of, of uh, dancing and stuff, do not neg the party. Ooh. So like. This I'll, is so good. Trin. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. A lot of people will complain about things in order to form bonds, which is something humans do naturally. Yep. So, like, uh, you might want to say to somebody, like, man, this playlist is really lame. Isn't oh, it? God, I hate this song. Like, uh, oh, God, like, this punch tastes terrible. Or, like, Coors Light, what are we, like, 19? You know, shit like that. Yeah. You, you want to. It's a way of making conversation. Don't people, do it. People fall back on this a lot. I don't think you should do it. You shouldn't do it. Because, like, what if the party host overhears that? Yeah. I would be hurt. I would be hurt, too. And what if you really like Coors Light? Yeah. Yeah. You're probably complaining to fill to fill gaps in conversations, but try and break that habit. What you can do instead is every time you think a negative thing, you can say a compliment. So oh. do compliment people appropriately. Appropriate compliments are extremely my shit. Like, hey, host, you did a great job picking out this beer selection. Coors Light, Daddy Light, Bud Light, Miller Light. All the lights. All, all of the lights. The lights. <laughs> Kanye reference. Yeah, it was. You're my favorite person. Oh my goodness. In this world. <laughs> I'm amazed you could re could name off all the lights. I mean, obviously those are very common brands. We know them, but like just like that, it's not even it's like ten in the morning and you knew all the lights up the have you been drinking? Thank you, Jen. Oh man. Jen's just she's she's pumping me up so I can get through this episode. You know, I didn't even have a list in front of me and I don't even really drink beer. I was going to say, you're not a beer drinker. I'm not a beer drinker. And it's not because I don't like beer. It's just because like, I don't want to, I don't feel like going out and buying it. Yeah. You I was gonna, I thought you were going to say, I don't feel like farting. And I was going to be like, yeah, beer does that to me too. You know, it's, I think it's, it's the yeast. Yeah. What is it? You can over yeast your innards Ugh. and then, you know, it's got to come out. It's got to go come somewhere. Out somewhere. Yeah. And it's coming out up top or on the bottom. So here's an, that's another thing about the drinking. It's like, do you, do you want to toot all night? Yeah. I mean, wine doesn't make me toot. 
Right. So choose your beverage appropriately based on the situation. Weigh your pros and cons. Like choose it, your fighter. Choose your fighter. <laughs> Like if you need a little bit of beer to get through the conversations, it's like also remember you might get a little bloated. Is it worth it? So here's another thing to do. What? We've talked about dancing and drinking, but let's go back to the basics. Make small talk. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Small talk will feel clumsy and difficult and uneven and like you're trying too hard. That's what small talk is. It just is. Unless you're a very seasoned, I don't know, speaker, politician, small talk will feel clumsy. It yes. just will um, try to prevail, I think. And it's, it's just often necessary, especially in the beginning of an event, the beginning of a night to like open the door to later conversations. Start small. Ask someone you don't know next to you. How do you know the host? Also, don't don't feel weird about introducing yourself and saying your name a couple of times. I agree. Yeah, I mean, don't you don't need to go into this and assume no one knows who I am or wants to know who I am or doesn't care. That's not true. People right. would be delighted to hear you say, hey, I'm drink. yeah no i agree and also jen there's this thing that people do that i hate Mm. and i know that it's not personal but i'm gonna say it anyway say it you know when like you you're introduced to a bunch of people at a party and they're like oh we'll all forget each other's names anyway it's kind of annoying we might not well so like here's the thing are you gonna forget people's names yes are you gonna forget everyone's names probably not do your best instead of saying like oh forget it we'll all forget Say, we're going to try our best to remember each other's names. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not me, but ask her. Listen, ask her. You're not me and you never could be. But, Trin is really good at names and faces. But uh, Excellent at them. So I've, t- I've told you guys on the podcast how I remember people's names, right? I, I can't remember. Oh, a weird fact? No. Well, so one. So so here's the thing. I love playing name games at parties. Yeah, me too. I won because we, you're already feeling awkward. So why not? Why not amp it up? Amp up the awkward. Who cares? But also, this is how I remember it. Um, And I think I have said this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to tell you anyway. Listen, this is a secret. Every time you meet somebody. So say, like, I met somebody named uh, Bob. Like, hi, Bob. And then I know somebody else whose name is Bob. So the way I remember that new Bob's name is Bob is I imagine old Bob and new Bob either getting into a fist fight or making out. Oh, my God. Because that's it, memorable. It assigns a strong emotion to the <laughs> name. So like, but if you meet somebody with a unique name, then just pick somebody who's got a, a similar name hmm. or or maybe like somebody who's got like a, a similar, a similarly like long name or something like that. So you flip through the catalog of your brain. Yes. Pick another friend and imagine them fighting or kissing. Yes. That is a way to get a name stuck in your head. That is a way to start erotic friend fiction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, so many birds, one stone. <laughs> I love this. Do bring a snack. Trin is the queen of pocket snacks. Yeah, like oh, bring a little pocket snack for yourself if you're worried about your dietary restrictions and you don't want to like get hungry and hangry and stuff. Bring a, bring a snack to share because then one you feel a little less awkward because you've um, contributed to the party. Mm-hmm. And two, it's something to talk about. Like, gosh, it was so hard to find fresh avocados that are in season right now. But you know what? I did it because I wanted to make this avocado souffle. Or I have never made this pie before. Yeah. What do you think? Holy shit. What a great idea it is to bring a terrible pie to a party, too. <laughs> Like just a pie you like absolutely a failed at. 
like I brought, I tried to make this this pie. I failed at it. I'm bringing it anyway. Come make fun of my pie together. Yeah. Group, everyone get in line, line up. And shit on this pie. <laughs> <laughs> Non-literally shit on my pie together. Trim, what else we got? Um, have a go-to party story. I think that's, you have so many of these. Man, uh, the more we go through this, the more I can think about like, Trin is so good at all of these. Oh, thanks, Jen. It's true. I yeah, worked on a, it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like you, it, this didn't just happen. No. Right? Well, so so let's talk about like what a good go-to party story is. Everybody loves body horror. Not everybody. Everybody loves when hearing about pooping out a worm or puking in your mom's coat pocket at mass or the time that you and your 10-year-old best friend put your each other's fingers in each other's noses. Uh, yeah. Everybody loves that stuff. Dog stories. Ooh, yeah. People love dog stories, too. Yeah, yeah. People love stories about animals. Uh, what else do people love? People love a story where you're making fun of yourself yes. lightly. Not yes. too much. Just a little bit. Don't put yourself down like Michael Scott. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, talk about the time you puked in your mom's coat pocket. Yeah. Or talk about something weird a coworker did. Everyone's got a weird coworker. I'm personally sitting right across from mine right now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great because people probably won't know the coworker. Right. So it's not like you're making fun of someone. You're like, this weird thing happened in my office today. And yeah, everyone will lean in and be like, coworker. what? Well, tell me a weird coworker story, Jen. Do you have one? Um, Let's see. It can um, be about me. Yeah, I was like, I was <laughs> definitely going to make it about you. Well, okay. So the reason I said weird coworker is because uh, I have a friend who was like, I have such good work gossip. And I don't know anyone she works with. And she told a riveting story about how, like, uh... There was some sexy office gossip involving a Ooh. boss in a conference. What? And someone got pulled off stage and probably let go. And what? keep in mind, I don't know any of these people, but I was still like, I feel like I'm watching Riverdale. Grey's Anatomy. This is yeah. great. Like, yeah. So what I'm saying is you don't need to use names to make anyone feel bad. But if you've got like a distant office story, break that shit out. Or make it up, you know, just like tell. No. <laughs> just tell. That'll her. fall apart. Don't improvise this because then you'd be like, yes. And uh, and then I took uh, the bus to work. And I'm not saying improvise it. I'm saying just recall the s- summary of the last season of the OC and insert Ooh, other that's names. That's pretty good. Or you know what you could talk about? <laughs> what, what, what? This is getting so out of control. Um, but you remember the the television show? Family Matters. Yes. It got out of control in the last few seasons. It really did, didn't it? There's like time travel and Stefan is from another universe and like Laura becomes like a Harvard. It's just it's a whole thing. Um, Find out some weird ass facts about Family Matters and bust them out at a party. I love that. Man, I love the idea. If you're at a party where people are relatively the same like age group, talk about the weird shit you all did as a kid. All the shit you liked. Did you watch um, Clarissa Explains It All? People are going to be like, oh, yeah, I loved her. How? Why was everybody okay with young men climbing in windows in the 90s? Yeah, or like throwing shit at windows and then opening the window and climbing up the terrace. We've talked about this before, that yeah, I never that's... had a window friend. No. And I always wanted one because li- everybody had one. I lived on the bottom floor, too. So, like, I could have easily had a couple window friends. Didn't yeah. have any. No, zero window friends that sneak into my <laughs> my room at night. <laughs> We were really deprived, I guess. I guess. What else can you do at a party to make it less awkward? Oh, Trin, I love what you said earlier about being a support player. Oh, yeah. So um, when you're at a party, you are not the only awkward human being. Nope. What I like to do at parties, 
and this is real and you don't have to do this, is I find the most awkward person in the room and I decide that they are my friend now. And and if they tell a story that like isn't working out, I'm helping them along. Yep. I'm I'm providing like, OK, and then what? You know, um, or I'll like I'll like laugh politely their jokes and I'll be like, maybe did you mean this? Or I'll be like, hey, do you need a beverage, buddy? I'm going to go get one. And so now I have tasks. Love that. Oh, like a sim. Yes. So in The Sims, so this is a really good, great segue, Jen. Thank you. So in The Sims 3, I used to play way too much of it. I haven't played The Sims 4. I love The Sims. So I played The Sims 3. And you throw parties as a sim. And uh, and you have to do this. Like sometimes your sim, they have like... The goals and their goal is to throw a party at their sim house and invite all the sims over and do the sim thing. So every time I would do that, I had so I had these these two characters. I had a really shy sim and a really excitement sim. Mm-hmm. Excitement sim was the support player. Mm. Excitement sim would go around and like turn on the music and like start telling stories and like dance with people. You don't have to do that, but like be a support character. Like if you see a spill, like clean it up. If you see somebody telling a really awkward story, like, like butt in and be like, stop. No. (laughs) (laughs) Apple them casually out of the way. But you be the being the first person to do something is is awesome. Is huge at at parties. Like being the first person to say, yes, I will play that tabletop game. Yep. Or being the first person to be like, yes, I will pong the beer, you know? Yep. Absolutely. Um, So everybody needs a support sim at their party and you can be that. Plus, I love having tasks at events. Like, it's not a coincidence that we both feel this way when we both, like, work in community and events. Mm -hmm. Like, I uh, like taking photos at events rather than participating in them. Yes. It's good to have a job. Give yourself a little job. Even if that job is, I'm going to make sure that uh, everyone is drinking the beverage of their choice. I'm going to make sure the host is is not stressed and having a good night. You know? Yes. Yeah, a little low-key job. You don't need to police the party, but like, yeah, if you have a goal in mind, like, I'm going to talk to three new people tonight. Doesn't that help a little? Yeah. Oh, and I think that that segues into another good do, which is do participating in the thing. Do the thing. So if if it's a uh, diehard party and everybody (laughs) is dressing up as a diehard character and then you're watching Die Hard, you do those things. Don't talk through the movie. Make sure like everybody has popcorn, like participate in the thing as the host would like you to. I think that's a good, good standard, good rule. Yeah. And if you don't want to do that, then don't go to the party. Jen, I don't want to go to any parties. You want to go to the party of your bedroom to sleep? Yes. Jen, I need one more pump up. All right. I'm flagging. Trin. You are fucking rocking this episode with all of your good advice. And it's because you've tried all of these methods. And it's so good. Trin, you really got this. Hard. We're wrapping up soon. We're close. I try really Let's bring hard. it home. I always try very hard. Thank you, you Jen. Do. You do. You do try this. very hard. In conclusion. In conclusion, I can feel that you are feeling pressured to go to these, these parties. So if you're interested in meeting more people, it can be at this event. It doesn't have to be. Like like we said, you could volunteer, you could go to the library, you could host an event yourself and have a board game night. Board games give shape and purpose to an event. Yes. That is why I like board games. You and can I, even bring a game to a party. Yeah. And then don't be the person that's like, do you want to play? Do you want to play? Do you want to play? 
don't bring like the new battle. Not, it's not new. Don't bring the Battlestar Galactica game. Oh my god, that requires like eight hours of time and extreme understanding of comp- complex rules. But you know, do bring. I don't know. Dixit. Dixit. I fucking love Dixit. Dixit's great. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, uh, what's that one fireworks game that I'm always telling oh, everybody Hanabi? to play? Hanabi. Hanabi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like a lightweight game. Yeah. It's always good to bring. So the first part of in conclusion is if you're trying to meet people and you're doing it through going to parties where you are an anonymous face, like maybe that's not the best way to meet new people. Mm-hmm. But if you're just going to parties and you want to do better, then do drink a little bit if that's your thing, but don't drink too much. Do say hello to the dog, but don't hang out with the dog all night. Do take little brain breaks with your phone and tell people, oh, I'll be I'm not bored. I just need a little moment. Do say what you need. Do take off your shirt and dance. Do smoke a little bit of weed. Do be, do be, do be a support player. Be a support player. Yes. Make small talk. Bring a snack. You got, you've got this. You because got this. An oppor- because a party is just another opportunity to be you around new different people, you know? Like life is a smorgasbord and you want to taste a little bit of everybody. This is you putting yourself on that buffet table. You are a giant vat of mac and cheese and people want you. Trin, nicely said. Thank you. If I may wrap up with one more harsher don't. Oh, yes. Always. Don't say you suck at parties. You don't. You don't. No more saying I suck at this thing. Unless you really, really suck at it. <laughs> but it doesn't really sound like you do. So be easier on yourself. The phrase, I suck at parties, erase it from your vocab. Do be easier on yourself. Yeah. Well, this has been Friendshipping with Jen and Trin. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can at Do Friendship. If you'd like to send us a question, you can do that too at friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Alex Cox for making the studio go. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for all of her design shit. Thank you to Molly Lewis for our theme song and for singing it. And thank you to Ian Parman for editing. And thank you for listening you're welcome for talking new friendship at the problem good name for a dog is chili pepper oh that is a good name for a dog chili pepper that's pretty cute